Hey guys, Julie Salon, how are you? Thank you so much for coming back to the channel. I'm thrilled that you're here. I love each and every one of you. So thank you so much for your likes and your shares and your subscribes. I really appreciate it as well as your comments. I love reading the comments and I'm so glad that this is resonating for a lot of you because that's why I do it. I really just wanted to help people find a way to feel unconfused to find out what their gifts are, reconnect to their hearts, and then find their soul's mission here on earth. So thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. I have gotten a lot of feedback and today I want to do something a little bit different. So somebody had been asking me about family karma and about clearing karma that is um, something that you're carrying from your ancestors, right? So first off, I'm going to say I am not an expert on this. Okay. I know a lot. I know something about it. I've experienced enough of it. I'm able to clear my own karma. I can clear karma for other people. I clear karma for my clients as well as their ancestors. I can easily pick out where karma is um, hurting you. And when I say karma, I'm talking about shadows from your ancestors. But before we get into that, let me just do a little bit of housekeeping. If this is your first time here, welcome to the family. Uh, this is for Master Life Path 11s. Uh, we are, the 11s are the master numbers, which is 11, 22, 33. And that means we've reincarnated more than the other numbers. That means we've been around the block. We know a thing or two. And that means we have greater missions here on earth, right? And that also means that that can feel really heavy to us. Uh, we are the illuminators. We are the ones that are the psychics. We are extremely intuitive. We can take on other people's joy and pain if we choose to do so, which I don't recommend you do unless you know how to clear it yourself. Um, and, you know, some of the wonderful things we, we do are we're healers, right? We're healers. We love to inspire people. We love art. We love music. We are super sensitive. And on this channel, we work with life path numbers, not zodiac numbers. If you don't know what your life path number is, it's all about your, your birthday. So your month, day, and year, you add uh, each of those numbers up and then you bring it down to the lowest number. So there is no 10, right? Because a 10 would be a one and a zero is a one. But 11 is a master number. And um, if you do want to donate to the channel, the link's below. If you want a personal, the link's below. And I'm also an animal communicator. So just to get that out of the way. Okay, so here we go. This is what I've learned. And I'd like to share this with you. And hopefully this will resonate with you. And again, this is a collective reading. I will channel for you guys. I've already called in my archangels and my team. Um, I, the animals do want to participate. So I had some um, animal cards come out and I will actually be reading from them, but let's, let's dive in and give you some information on how this works. Okay. So your ancestors, all of them before you, each and every one of the generations takes on karma, good and bad from the generation prior, right? So you're here talking with me in this day, whenever you find me, it's timeless, but right now we're in 2021 and you found me and we're going to talk about karma. Now, no matter your age right now, all we know is you're a master life path 11, right? Your karma is everything that your ancestors had. So it'd be your parents and then their parents would be your grandparents and so on and so forth. Okay. Now, Karma shadows are described as 
um, abuse, addiction, violence, poverty, illness, abandonment, and betrayal. Okay. Now out of all of those, I am sure you can probably identify with one or two of those because I can, right? I can definitely identify with abandonment, definitely with betrayal. I've seen illness in my, um, in my ancestors, obviously my parents are both deceased. And so I have seen certain things you might have seen. I'll give you examples, cancer, right? Down the line that maybe your parents had it. Maybe your grandparents had it. Maybe their grandparents had it. So then you start thinking, oh boy, could I have it? Because we're all predisposed to whatever our ancestors had. It's just as simple as physical traits, right? If you all had a certain nose or a certain like smile, like Everybody has, it's really interesting. I wish I had a picture of it off the top of my head. I have to find it for you guys. But there's a picture of my great-grandmother. So my grandmother's mother, who I never met. And there's a picture of her that was found. And my cousins and my sister all say, I look like her exactly. It's so crazy. It's like, I look just like her. And then there's one of my sister and another great grandparent. She looks just like my sister. I mean, literally carbon copy. All you do is change the hair and the clothes. She's my sister. It's so crazy. And I'm sure you guys have experienced the same thing, but it goes way deeper than that. Okay. So the things that you struggled with in your life could be, let's take for instance, money. Okay. I always was one of those people who always was told you're not good with money. I went around and around and around the mountain of money, meaning when I say around the mountain, that means it's a, it's a figure of speech from Joyce Meyer, who's a minister who I really love. And if you're into, into something like that, she's really cool to, she's written a lot of books. She's really famous, but what she says is you go around the mountain until you learn the lesson. Okay. Karma is lessons, right? Some are shadow side. These are the shadow side. There's also the good side, right? There's, there's joy, there's love. There's fortune, prosperity, happiness, right? It's a balance of the two. So what's happening is in your life, the things that you struggle with the most, and for example, I'm going to take money. If you struggle with money, you probably have money blocks. Now, this has come to light most recently in the last couple of years. I learned about this about seven years ago, eight years ago, and I really started to understand my mindset around money and how I hated money because there was never enough of it. Money doesn't grow on trees. You're not good with money. Um, you know, money's the root of all evil. Um, you know, money is evil. People change when they have money. You can't be spiritual when you have money, right? You can't be successful and still be spiritual at the same time. All those things I just said are things that you've heard and they came from either my parents, my grandparents, society. I heard them from friends and they are taught to you, right? Our parents never knew about money blocks. I guarantee you that because this has just become a thing in the last, you know, since I've been around, right? My parents didn't know what money blocks were. So we're understanding that you have programming in your brain, just like on your computer, that's running all the time. And if we're going to talk about money blocks, which I'm just highlighting out of karma, if, you know, I wasn't good with it, maybe, maybe my grandmother wasn't good with it, 
but my sister's great with it. My dad, very good with it. My mom, very good with it. My grandmother, she was good with it, but maybe her husband wasn't so good with it. Actually, he was a CPA, but maybe, I don't know where mine came from, but somewhere, well, I do, I'll explain, but somewhere the things that you struggle with today in your life today, some of them are from you and your own blocks that you've gotten from your parents and from society, but some are, are from your ancestors. Remember that everything inside of you, not just how you look, but how you think about things, how you feel about things, any topic whatsoever, a lot of that is still from your ancestors, your parents, your grandparents, your great-grandparents. It's all programmed into you. So you're carrying in your body, in your DNA, everything that they thought and that they struggled with and everything that they also did really well with, okay? So clearing family karma, only certain people have that opportunity to do so. I believe the masters are put on this planet to really do this well for ourselves and for others. I can help you clear family karma because I've done it for my clients and I can help clear my own family karma. Now, why would we want to do this? The obvious point, duh, <laughs> is that, you know, you don't want this going forward. If there's something that you're struggling with and you've struggled with it your entire life, it could be poor self-body image. It could be, um, you know, poverty. It could be addiction. Addictions run in families. You know how, for example, you know, grandmother, not mine, but I'm just going to say example grandmother had a problem with drinking and you know of course the aunt her sister had a problem with drinking and then of course the mother had a problem with drinking and surprise you have a problem with drinking right it goes down the line it's not as specific to you as sometimes as you think it is so when you're thinking about karma and think about the things that you struggle with ask yourself this question i wonder if the people in my family also struggled with it You'll definitely know if it's your parents and you'll probably know if it's your grandparents from then on, most everyone else has passed on because now we're talking hundreds of years, but I bet you $5 that at least one of them, if you have it, somebody along the line has struggled with it. Like I said, it could be illness, like a cancer. It could be something like I'm bad with money. It could be addictions. It could be alcohol, whatever it is. So things that you're struggling with, we want to release. And a lot of this are blocks that we have inherited or learned from our parents or from our grandparents, such as the money ones that I just said, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, you know, that whole thing. And we were never taught to make money our friends, right? For what I was taught, you know, there never was enough. I always felt there was never enough. And I would self-sabotage by spending it all really quickly because I thought, okay, it's here now. And as soon as I get it, I want to spend it, spend it, spend it out of my hands, out of my hands, because I always thought, I don't know when I'm going to get more. And so I've got to get stuff I need now. And it was a very much a scarcity mentality. Now I could do a whole video on scarcity. And if you want me to, I will. In fact, I'm going to write this down because a scarcity mentality affects each of us versus an abundant mentality mindset. Okay. And I'll, I'll do one for each of the 
you guys are the best. I love you guys so much. You guys are the shit. Seriously. I'm not just saying that because I'm an 11. I'm saying that because I do other videos for, you know, the other numbers and I have a hard time with it because it doesn't get as many views. And I'm like, but you guys always show me love and I love you guys. And I feel like we just have this, like we get each other, right? Cause I'm an 11. I feel the same way about the master numbers too, right? It's not because we're better than it's just because we've maybe had similar experiences in life of being very misunderstood and we're really good people. We are good fucking people. So take it right at like embrace that. But anyways, I digress. Okay. So the lesson to clear karma, we need to first identify what it is, right? So I'm going to give you an instance of my family karma. I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you all the framework because it's a little bit personal, but I will tell you the vow. Now, this is serious. This is about money. Back in the day, um, 1800s, if you didn't go to church, they would fine you. Okay. So you had to always pay a fine for not going to church. Okay. One of my ancestors made a vow of poverty. And this is what he said. He said, I'm not going to church anymore ever again, because I hate you guys. Okay. The church did something really bad to my ancestors. And he said, basically, like, I don't care how much money I have, how little or how much, I am not going to pay you guys any amount of money. I'm not going to church. I don't believe in you. You guys are assholes. Like, screw you guys. I'm gone. Like Cartman, done. Okay. I love Cartman. South Park. Um, so he basically took a vow of poverty and said, I don't care. I'm going to be, I'm just going to not pay you. I'll, I won't pay at all. Like, or I'll pay you and not go. So every week he was paying and not going. And but basically as like a F you, but what's happening was he's still paying them and not going until he ran out of money. Then they wanted to take his land and then they wanted everything he had. What happened was that vow of poverty that he took that day. Okay went on and flourished in our line. Now, my grandmother was great with money. My parents were great with money, both of them. My grandfather was a CPA. My grandmother was great. With, everyone was great with money, but like my grandmother's sister, she wasn't so good with money. Um, I'm still working on it. I'm better than I was, but I'm by no means great at it. Um, my sister's good with money. So, I learned that he took a vow of poverty. Now, here we are in 2021. I'm getting much, much better. I've made it my friend. I've gotten rid of a lot of the blocks, but I still have work to do. But this vow, I wanted to get rid of it because I didn't want it going forward. I just, you know, it's something that should have died with him, but it didn't because you've got to understand that karma keeps carrying forward each person in the family. And you're holding on to it and it's a heavy load to bear. And it's kind of like an inheritance gone wrong, <laughs> if you will, because what's happening is it's not something fun. It just, it sucks and it's hurting you. So the first thing is you need to identify it and then you need to understand the lesson. Now here's where the, the going around the same mountain over and over comes in. I had to learn the lesson that money's our friend not our foe. Money is just energy. 
Money is not inherently good or bad. It's just energy. It's good or bad in the right hands. You know, you can take money, you can throw it out the window. You can take money and give to charities and do something good for it. You can take it and have it work in your life and flourish. You can take money and you can just lose it, just gamble it away, right? So, or make bad investments. So money is just an energy. You assign to it what you want it to be, but you also have to treat it a certain way, okay? Which I didn't understand. I had to get rid of a lot of those money doesn't grow on trees, money's the root of all evil, especially for any of you guys that are spiritual. If you're an 11, which you, which you are, you're deeply intuitive, deeply empathic. You've got to be spiritual because I don't know any 11s that are not spiritual. Love animals. Um, you know, our sole purpose is to bring love and balance to the planet. Hello. That's what we do, right? I mean, our shadow side is, you know, we get scattered because we have powerful energy and we can end towards self-destruction without something external to focus on. We can withdraw from the world altogether. We can get tired of situations. Our shadow may emerge as self-doubt, fear, or even as phobias, okay? We can lash out at people and attempt to claim back our space, okay? The challenge is to create firm boundaries so you can channel your healing energy as you wish, okay? Create space between you and needed the much needed people that you need space from and the vows, okay? So you have to learn the lesson and what I learned about money was this. Money is a tool. Money you can assign energy to. I choose to make it positive and I choose to love it and care for it like a tree. Why? Because when I do that, I attract it into my life. The more I have, okay, no matter how spiritual I am, I need more money. I, I've got to have money to live but the more that I have, the greater things I can do in the world, the more people I can help. And that's not a bullshit thing. I'm not just saying that. That's the truth. When your cup is empty, like I always say, you cannot help another in that area. You can't. If you don't have any money, you can't help someone else because you can't even help yourself. If you don't have enough energy in your tank, because you haven't been sleeping enough and you've been doing too much and you haven't been eating right. You can't give to the best capacity that you could if your, your tank was full, right? So we have to understand, number one, what it is. We're going with the money, the vow of poverty that he took that runs through my family that I still feel. We realize what it is. Now then we have to realize what's the lesson. The lesson is what I just said, money's energy. We can assign the energy that we want to it. It's not there to beat us up. We've got to stop self-sabotaging and throwing it out the window and save for rainy days, right? And then we want to remove it, okay? Realize it did come from in the past, in the family, okay? So you have to ask yourself this question. What am I ready to understand and learn that's for my highest good, right? What do we need to let go of? I would say in this case, it is the vow of poverty. I want to erase and eliminate from my family tree moving forward, starting with myself and moving forward. I'm going to clear this for myself and my ancestors, which my ancestors now like, woohoo, yes. Okay. 
Now, how to do this? One important thing you guys have to understand is your body is like a computer, just like your brain is a computer, okay? You and your body store trauma and memories in your cells, okay? That's why they say the body always remembers the pain. So your physical body stores a record of the imprint of the trauma, okay? And you have to shut off the process and begin the self-healing process, okay? But to do that, we need to ask the question, where in my body do I need to heal this trauma that's associated with the vow, okay? Let me just write this down. Where in my body do I need to shut down related to the trauma? Now, here's where you may see, uh, close your eyes and just ask that question right now. Where in my body do I need to shut down to release this trauma? I'm actually seeing it for me in part of my heart chakra because money affects my heart because what I do is heart-centered work, okay? With animals or with humans, it's all heart-centered. It's not about the mind. It's not about the ego. It's, not, it's, it's heart-centered work. But I also saw it in my shoulders. I always have had like a lot of um, tension in my shoulders and my neck all here. This is where I hold on my like this really, really tight. So that's where I hold a lot of that trauma and stress. And that's, you've got to ask that question. And then we want to work on taking some deep breaths to release that trauma. But what we're going to do is we need to have a little bit of a ceremony to release that trauma. Now there's a few ways you can do this. Okay. You know, having a ceremony can be super informal. It doesn't have to be this, you know, big, long drawn out thing where we're, you know, going bananas at night with, you know, drums in the middle of the night, <laughs> You know, if you want to, cool, do it. Because sometimes that's fun. But, you know, we're all busy people, right? So you can make it super easy. Maybe if you live near the beach, go to the beach. Um, if you live near um, the forest, go to the forest. If you just want to go outside in your backyard, do that too. And it can be something as simple as taking a small piece of paper and writing down the trauma. So I would write down, I release what you want to release, Okay. I release, and then the vow or the addiction or the illness or the abandonment or the betrayal or the violence or the poverty, any of that, you want to write that down, release, I release, right, the vow to spirit, to transmute into the light, okay? And then if you just have a little something that you can burn that in, you can just light it up and burn it and then do a prayer. And from the prayer, we would ask where in our body we're storing this trauma, we would like to release it. So I said, for me, it's partly in my heart, partly in my shoulders and my neck. And I would just say something very simple, like I lovingly release this vow of poverty from my ancestors that I have been carrying from my body physically and from my mind, I release this 
anything to do with this, this energetic bond to a vow of poverty, I release. And this is what my, my old um, instructor used to do, but I do it too. It's like pulling things out. Like whenever you're clearing your chakra, like if you're clearing your third eye, if you're clearing your throat chakra, if you're clearing your uh, heart chakra, I pull like this. This is what I do. I just pull it out. And you're just thinking about any negativity, just pulling it out. It just helps clear it, right? Brings it to the light. This is what I do. So I'm just clearing everything from my throat chakra around my vow of poverty that was spoken. I'm releasing that to spirit. I'm clearing it out of my heart chakra. Anywhere that vow of poverty is hurting my heart to affecting me to not earn what I need to be earning, what I should be earning, which is way more than I'm making now and above. Thank you, universe. Thank you, spirit. I just release that right now to spirit. And then of course, from my shoulders and from my neck, I just release those vows. And then I just bring them up into the light and transmute them to the light. Thank you so much, angels, for taking that up into the light. And I take a deep breath in. And you feel into your heart space and wherever the space was in your body that you felt that vow and release. And a little bit more, I can feel it. I just release this vow of poverty up to spirit. I just release this vow of poverty anywhere else that's in my neck. Any uh, energetic cords for myself to my ancestors or my ancestors to me that does not serve my highest good. I just release this and I just release it and break it and release it. There, that feels so much better. And take another deep breath in and release. Now, what you have done is you have released. This is a big deal. I feel already lighter. Wow. Wow. I feel so much better already. I'm not kidding you. Wow. I have released the vow that was taken so long ago, over 200 years ago, from my ancestors all the way through. That's cleared. I cleared it from myself and it will go no farther, right? And I feel a lot lighter. So this is these are the steps you need to take. And remember, I will, I will write this down for you, the steps. But remember, the, the shadow side is abuse, addiction, violence, poverty, illness, abandonment, and betrayal. And it can come from anybody in your family. But releasing it, and you can release it for people you know and love as well. You can release it for your parents or your sister or your brother, right? And this is a big deal. Um, it goes deep because it's actually trauma, right? Abandonment, betrayal, this is heavy stuff. But you're carrying all this without even knowing it. And a lot of the lessons that you're trying to learn, you can't figure out, why haven't I learned this yet? Like, why is it so hard for me? Well, guess what? So-and-so back here took a vow like 200 years ago. A vow is a serious thing. That's an unbreakable vow that I'm now dealing with in 2021, right? Let's see what the animals, they had, they came out, they had some stuff that they wanted to say. I got five cards, my lucky number again. Peacock spirit, let it shine. One of my favorite in the deck, her, I always think it's a her. The peacock, if you can't see and you're listening on audio, she's blue and her um, heart chakra is lit up, lit with beautiful light coming out of her heart. It says, let it shine. And all of this is designed to let you shine. You guys are the illuminators. You're the illest illuminators, right? And if we can't shine, who can, right? Seriously. 
because this is what we were created to do. You're here to shine your light, to help others. That's what you're here for. It's time to step into those shoes. Be open to this, all right? Squirrel spirit, believe in yourself. Some of you out there right now think that this is too heavy and you can't do it. And that's okay. Listen, I can only see a certain amount of things and then I can't see the rest. This is the way that we're designed. You can't see your own shit. You can't, not all of it. So if you need help with this, let me know. Reach out to me, DM me, email me, and I will help you clear this. We can do a clearing for you, okay, together. It's important that you do this because it will bring you clarity, get rid of what you've been struggling with and release not only you, but your ancestors from this negative karma that they still carry through. They don't want you to go forward with this. They want it released. Believe in yourself that you can do this. You can see part of it, right? Start with the stuff that you can work on. And then when it gets to the stuff that's too big, too heavy, or you need help and you say, there's something else, but I just can't see it. I can't figure it out. Just call me and I'll help you with it. And we'll do it together. Turtle spirit, slow and steady wins the race. This is not a race, you guys, for reals. This is a journey. This is part of your soul's journey to find out what karma you're working with, the good and the bad. The more that you can release, the lighter you'll feel and the better off you'll be. And it's a journey. It's a long game. Don't try to get rid of all of it in like one shot. It doesn't really work like that because there's so many layers that you're dealing with. You just take one off at a time, you know, and then you'll feel a little bit different, a little wonky because your body will feel a little different, right? Because you release stuff internally from your body, physically, from your mind, and then also from your aura and your chakras too. One best spirit, be at home. Your body's your temple, right? And spirit is in your temple with your heart and your soul connected to spirit. So you want to be as cleansed as you can be. Don't forget to sage. Don't forget to take a bath if you can with Epsom salt. You know, do those things. Ground yourself. Go outside, you know, go for a walk. Take off your shoes if you can. Put your feet in the grass or the sand on the beach. Whatever it is, it's important, right? All that still helps you to just get rid of this stuff. Vulture spirit, nothing is wasted. Vultures, they survive on anything. And every experience that you've gone through has not been for nothing, right? Every single one has been for something. Um, for your astrology planets, Neptune came out. Vision, expression, compassion, openness to spiritual connection, right? Neptune. This will also help you with spiritual enlightenment. C clearing some of this karma is the best thing you could do for your ancestors ever, right? It helps them. It helps you. It's going to help you moving forward and help your family. And it will bring you closer to spirit. It, it gives you that connection. It gives you the vision that you'd really like. And also it helps you express yourself. Um, for Egyptian, we got Bastet, God of womankind and woman life cat goddess and it says calm peaceful balance craves balance yeah so many of you feel off balance right now and that's because of what's going on in the world but it's also because of the karma that you're carrying it's not easy to carry this stuff and you don't even know you're carrying it it's just like an 
old, it's just like getting on your computer and there's an old system running in the background. You're like, what the hell is that? It's slowing me down. You got to get that off. It's the same thing. Um, the astrology planets Huma, Humea, H-A-U-M-E-A, says inner strength and again, spiritual connection. What? I didn't even look at these. Again, spiritual connection. You guys are healers. You guys are empaths. You guys are illuminators. You guys are profound thinkers. You operate on a higher level of being than a lot of regular people do. Master numbers do that. That means that our mission is greater. That means that you are here to do great things. Don't ever doubt that. That means that you need to work a little bit harder at keeping yourself clear of this shit because it's important that you do so. It really is. For anybody out there, if you're an empath, obviously you're an empath and you don't realize it or you're just getting into the game and figuring out who you are as an 11, it's really important that you learn how to clear your own stuff. When you are out at work, when you are at Kroger or Stop and Shop, when you're doing your banking, whenever you're around people at a party even, you're picking up other people's stuff all the time, good and bad, right? They could be nasty and violent. They could be happy as a cucumber. You're still picking it up and it gets into your spirit and your auras and your chakras. You need to know how to let that go. It needs to just funnel through you like this, through, through. You should pull this out like I was showing you, pull it out. Anything that's not fine, I pull out and I give the light. I just pull it right out and say, say a prayer. Anything that's not mine, I just ask that you take it. Archangel Michael, please help me with this. Please cut away anything that's not at my highest and best good. He will do it, okay? This you need to do daily. Some of you more than daily, depending on your work. If you're a healer, if you're a communicator, you gotta do it all the time. Because if you don't, you're carrying around so much shit. You're gonna feel it in your body. And you're gonna start feeling their stuff in you and you don't want that. You're only supposed to carry your own crap, not everyone else's. Even if you want to, don't do it, okay? The word from the wise. So you got to learn how to do that. If you don't know how to do that, you want me to make a video, let me know in the comments and I'm happy to do so for you, okay? All right, last one, black hole. I always get this black hole thing. Are they trying to tell me something? Heavy thoughts on the mind. Mystical void, magnetic pull into the universe. What? The last two cards we had were spiritual connection, calm, peaceful, craves balance, spiritual connection, spiritual connection, openness, spiritual connection, heavy thoughts on the mind. This is serious stuff we're talking about here. This is not easy. This is the black hole. Remember the black hole? Everything just goes right to this black hole and never comes out. Mystical void, magnetic pull into the unknown, magnetic pull into the unknown. This is to remind you guys that you are A, not alone, and B, I can help you. And if not me, other healers can help you as well. You don't have to carry this all by yourself and you shouldn't, you shouldn't, but you will need help with it because I, you cannot see your own stuff. You can't. It's because you're too close. It's like you, we can fix ourselves so much. But then at some point we need help with it, right? So let me know if you want me to do a session with you. We'll clear this stuff out. In the meantime, remember the steps, which I said, you know, identify what it is, what the karma is, 
ask, what is the karma that's holding me back? What family karma am I carrying? And then ask where it is, what's the lesson? And then where it is in your body and then do a little ceremony to release it, right? Go outside, you can write on a piece of paper, burn the paper and then let it go. Or you can bury it. You can take the paper and bury it as well, okay? So I hope this helped you guys. And I love you all so much. Please don't forget to like the video. That really helps putting your energy into the video. I really appreciate it. And don't forget to share and subscribe if you haven't already. You're helping me grow the channel. I really appreciate it. And leave me a comment. Let me know how this helped. And if you have questions, all right, guys. And if you need help for yourself, if you need a reading or you want to work with me on transformation, either three months or six months, we can do that too. Uh, my clients are gaining a lot of traction and confidence and finding their mission in life and really creating a foundation for themselves on you know what their gifts are, how to use them, what their mission is and how to move forward and take aligned action. It's not enough just to take action, right? That's like, you could go outside and ride a bike, that's action. You have to take aligned action, which is action that's towards your soul purpose. And you have to know what your soul's purpose is first, right? So I hope with all of that. So let me know if you need my help and I'll talk to you guys soon in the next video. Thanks so much.